Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Guys, let's get rocking and rolling. Mark is here. Guys, today we're going to talk about the lies we tell ourselves versus the truth of what we're experiencing. Now, what I've witnessed is as men, we have a tendency to tell ourselves lies, especially as we're going through points of friction. Now, some examples of some lies that you may be telling yourselves may be, if my marriage fails, it's all my fault, and my people around me will shun me, and my kids will hate me. So with that being said, I'm curious, put the number one in the chat, if you've ever told yourself any lie Similar to this, if my marriage fails, it's all my fault. People will shun me and my kids will grow up to hate me. Do me a favor, put the number one in the chat. If you've ever told yourself any type of lie. Any type of lie? Well, any type of lie pertaining to marriage. I mean, no one's a saint. Right. I I think what's interesting, though, is is in this this particular lie is that what the result of my marriage failing, what that will mean to me and what that will mean to other people. This is something that we don't really talk about enough in our society and culture, especially amongst men, is there is a certain social status that we get from being married. And especially if you come from more of a faith-based community, it's even greater. And so there's communities or cultures that say, if you're married, it means X. And if you're divorced, it means something else. And that is a huge factor in driving, I think, a lot of men to go out of their way to be in an unhealthy relationship to save face, Mm -hmm. to to literally save where they're at in their social status. I don't know where you're going with this, but I had to point that out. No, I appreciate you pointing that out. And essentially, what we're going to do is polarize the lie that we may be telling ourselves versus the truth. So for those guys that put the number one in the chat, I'd love to hear what are some of those lies you're telling yourself? Let's put them in the chat because I'm curious. It would feel good for me if we could have you guys list some lies that you've told yourself because we're going to walk you through this exercise and we're going to do it together. We're going to talk about some of the lies and then we're going to reframe those into the truths. Yeah. Tom's lie he told himself is that I'm not to blame at all. I am a saint. It's all her fault. It'll be worse for the kids. Yeah, keep them going. Yeah. What's up, Seth? Yeah, these are good. St. Thomas. (laughs) St. Thomas, yeah. And we got a lot of guys that past Thrive guys in here. Love it. Yeah. So, guys, what are some lies? I can't control my impulsiveness. Yeah. I just can't control myself. I've heard that. 
that it was mostly my fault and that my kids will help hate me. Man, I feel like this lie comes up so much. My kids will hate me. So I'm just going to stay with them until they're 18. And we'll go from there. I mean, Mark, how many times have you heard something like that? Oh, I'm staying together for the kids. I said it. Yeah, I, I, said, it, I said it until my coach called me out and she said, why? And And so I had to dig into that. And started to realize that if I'm staying with her for them, I'm being a pussy. Yeah. And it had nothing. Like, what does to it do. say about you? Yeah. It had, it had nothing to do with our relationship. It had everything to do with, again, social status. And for me, that was a big part of it coming from a faith-based community where I had a social aspect to it of like, yeah. I'm looked at a certain way. And if I'm no longer married, what does that say about me? Right. Divorced men in faith that, that just doesn't, doesn't that doesn't you're not a real man unless you're married and have kids and that's what i felt like i was giving up on and so i use the kids as part of that like well they're going to be worse off and i'm here to fucking tell you a hundred percent my kids are way fucking better off in our situation now it's my it's my situation not yours but my kids are 100 percent way better than they ever could have been in the relationship we had. Why? Because my ex-wife and I were so fucking toxic. There was a lot of toxicity that she brought to the relationship, but also brought in her mothering that prevented her from being a capable and good mother. I have my kids, two of them hundred percent of the time. And now one's an adult. So she's not a kid anymore. And then two of them, uh, tw- uh, 80% of the time. And so with that, I was able to raise them much more structured, much better um, and you know, my now wife has basically stepped in and become a mom to them in a way that they weren't able to get from her. And I, it's not even a knock on my ex-wife. There is an, in, there was an incapability in her though, to be a great mom. She had some mental health stuff, right? And that's okay. It's okay in the sense that she had those things. It's not okay in that she didn't deal with them. And that's her own fucking story. That's her own prerogative. The fact is, is my kids ended up being, I think a hundred times better out of that and into something new. It also challenged me as a dad to step up and do things that I wasn't doing when I went through the divorce, stepping up in time with them, stepping up and being a better dad with them because I was always relying on her and doing all those things and not being the dad I needed to be. Yeah, appreciate you sharing that. So uh, for some of those guys that are maybe on here thinking the same thing, what would you tell them? You know, guys like, oh, I just want to stay together for the kids. I owe it to my kids. I came from a broken family. What would you tell me? That's usually what it is, right? It's like us trying to protect our own child, the the inner child of ourselves, right? It's like we're trying to protect that instead of actually being honest about the reality. That's why we have an exercise in Thrive we call Truth Serum. And the whole point of the Truth Serum exercise is to get gut, honest, fucking real with your situation. And be real yep. about what is actually happening. And the more real you can be about that, the easier it is. We also have a assignment called Letter to David that actually goes yeah. through what you are really experiencing and giving yourself permission to feel. Because many of you yeah. don't actually give yourself permission to feel because you hide behind your children. And let me tell yeah. you something. Your children are not meant to be your fucking shield. If you are hiding behind your children you are using them as a protective shield from your wife. Think about that. What kind of man shields himself from his wife because of his children? That's what I would say to you. 
And uh, here's the other thing is that most of you, if you haven't been divorced, or even if you have been divorced, your perspective is limited, right? You you only have a limited myopic view of what is possible. You don't realize, and, and kind of the empowered man way is, is, you know what? Divorce doesn't have to define me. Divorce doesn't have to define my kids and my relationship. When I when I moved out, I decided I'm creating Santiago family 2.0. And when my kids go with me, they're going to be in a completely different environment than they are when they're with their mom. And that is going to be there's going to be structure and there's going to be these things and there's going to be healthy things and love and all this stuff. And so I even when I when I got my house, I purposely got a home that would be a home for them. In fact, I even leveled up. I said, fuck this living in some apartment somewhere and trying to, you know, like have a bachelor pad. I got a fucking wow. house pool on the golf course and said, and it was even more expensive than my last house. And I had no idea what I was going into from a divorce standpoint. I just knew that I needed to fucking level up. And so I yeah. stepped out in faith and, um, and, and I went after that because I wanted them to have a completely different environment. So I called it, Hey, we're just, this is just the next chapter in our evolution yeah. as a family. And that yep. next chapter as an evolution in the family was the greatest thing could have happened because that year and a half or so before I got um, re, uh, engaged and all that stuff, before that happened, it was like we had some of the greatest times, great memories in the, in the pool and like going on walks and all that shit was during COVID anyways. We couldn't even do a whole lot of stuff, but it was like they remember that house. They remember the memories. They remember eating dinner together as a family. And it was like a new version of the Santiago family. And in doing so, that was when we were part time. And then as we got to the end of everything, I ended up with them almost full time. And so the kids will remember how you show up in the in the divorce just as much as how they remembered how you showed up in the actual marriage. Like, that's a super important thing. I know this wasn't even really the topic, but it, it needs to be said that your kids will remember how you showed up and they will yeah. remember, like, were you basically just a little bitch about these things or did you actually own your shit and say, you know what? I'm leveling up. I'm not going to just fucking settle. I'm going to level up in everything that I do. Yeah, I love it, man. And I appreciate you expanding on that. And what I'm hearing is the more we're able to show up for ourselves the better off our children will be, correct? Oh, 100%. 100% because I was no good to them if I was just a crying mess. Yeah. And 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 that's why I needed coaching. That's why I needed the 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 environment around me to change because without that coaching and without that support, I was a fucking mess. I mean, yeah. I remember like going to my coach and be like, oh, this is happening. And she would like redirect me and she would redirect me. And it was like, okay, I need to own my shit. I need to do this. And that's how I developed the empowered man program because yeah. as, as good as she was as a coach, I knew there was a whole huge element of, of community missing. And I knew there was a yep. whole huge element of masculinity that was missing as good as she was. And that was the genesis of the empowered man program. Literally the assignments that the guys do came from my own fucking hurt came from my own pain to go through this shit. Um, but showing up was everything. And, 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 and if I can't show up for them, that's what they're going to remember. They're going to remember, oh, dad is ignoring me because dad is going playing video games all day because he can't fucking show up anymore because he's a sad mess or dad's drunk or dad's constantly getting high or dad's whatever. He's not paying attention. He's not giving me the attention I need. And these kids are going through a dark fucking time. My son, my oldest son went through a really hard time. He was the one who had had it the hardest, I think, emotionally. And it took some time to get through that with him. Our relationship's in a completely different place now, but I had to work with him through that. And then, but all the other kids adjusted in their own way and they adjusted yeah. in an incredible way and they love their life. 
I don't think they would have traded it for anything. I love it. Leadership with ourselves is the path of most allowance and the path to freedom is what I'm hearing. Because ultimately, all these lies we tell ourselves, they're just a guise of what the actual truth is. Yeah. Now, guys, what I'm going to challenge each of you to do, those lies that you shared in the chat, I'm going to challenge each of you. What's the truth? What's the cold, hard truth? Based off hearing what you just heard from Mark, you know, if the lie is, if my marriage fails, my kids will grow up hating me. The truth is, I will work on being a good dad and having a good relationship with them, and they will adjust and heal from this. That's an example. If the lie is that, that is the truth. But that's also contingent on you. Yeah. You know, their ability to heal and adjust from this is directly correlated with how you choose to show up. Your kids are not your therapist. No. I'll say it again. Your kids are not your therapist. Yeah, I I can't stress that enough because I did that to my daughter because she was older and she was really empathetic and she was good listening. Mm -hmm. I would share with her, overshare with her feelings, thoughts, emotions, and it created an unhealthy balance of father-daughter dynamic where it was like I was using her from an emotional standpoint, not in a weird or unhealthy way, but it became unhealthy because that wasn't her role. And so she felt like she had to feel for me. And I've seen this happen a lot especially with dads and daughters, where, it, again, it's nothing perverted, nothing weird, but it becomes unhealthy because they're now taking on the burden of you because they feel for you. In fact, I know of a situation where this uh, daughter who was about nine when it happened, every time she would go back to her dad uh, or she had to leave her dad, she would cry, but not cry for for herself. She was crying for him because she felt so sorry for him because he was manipulating her to feel sorry for him. Well, you got to go back to your mom now. And you know, it's, I know I don't want it to be this way, but this is what's gonna, this is what she wanted. And your mom wanted this. Remember your mom wanted this and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And so you put all that pressure on this child. How fucking dare you do that shit? But that's what men do when they're not healthy in their emotions. And I had to recognize this. Um, Archie, if we could post in the chat. So I did a podcast with my daughter about a year or two ago um, that you guys can listen to. If you haven't listened to it, we have Archie posted here in the chat, um, posted in the Facebook group as well. I highly recommend you listen to that because she talks about the things I did that were not right and that and that made her feel uncomfortable. Again, not in a weird kind of way, but just like you're you're giving me all this this stuff. You're putting it on me. You're talking bad about mom in front of me. This doesn't make me feel good about her. And I had to repent of that. I had to ask for forgiveness of that. And at the same time, she also talks about the things I did do right. So if you're curious about that, we'll post that below um, in the uh, in the chat as well as on the Facebook group. Definitely think you should check that one out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's such a great episode. And, you know, I'll also add on to that. She is so self-aware, not only for her age, but just period. And that level of awareness is what makes it almost seemingly easy to open up that dialogue. But guys, just because it's easy doesn't mean that it's the perceivably right thing. Yeah. So take a look at that podcast, guys. There's a lot of great info in it. Now I'm taking a look at some of these truths. Before you go into that, one of the things I want to point out in that, the reason that happened, the reason she was able to express that is because after the divorce, I started to date her. I started to take her out for morning coffee once a week or every other week. And we still do it now. She's in college 
and we do it now. We still do it now in college. Now, obviously, she's here yeah. close enough, so we're able to do it. But that was a huge, huge thing for me and her, right? Because it was like no other kids around. You know, when, when I got remarried, I had I now have seven kids between all of them. And, you know, she's the oldest of all the kids. So, yeah. you know, the attention to her like goes way down. Why? Because we got younger kids that have more issues, more needs, et cetera. So I decided to date her and to show up for her in that way. And she went through therapy and she would share with me. Hey, guys, make sure you pause or mute yourself, please. Um, she went through therapy and she would share with me some of those things. And, and in those coffees, sometimes they were super uncomfortable where she would be honest about how she felt about things I did or how I parented or whatever. But that's how we built the relationship we have was because I was intentional for her. I didn't go into those coffees to to be defensive. But there were times, trust me, where I wanted to be defensive. And there were times where it was like, oh, little child, you don't understand. But that built the relationship. I mean, how many of you can actually say that you actually are that intentional in your children? I mean, those are things that we do in, in Empowered Man. Um, we're actually doing a training um, tomorrow uh, called The Five Dimensional Man, where I'll be talking about this in a greater context. But you got to be in there to be a part of this. And where I'm talking about how I'm able to run a multimillion dollar company, how I'm able to have seven kids, how I'm able to somewhat be healthy in myself, how I have a great marriage, all doing these things all at the same time, because it is definitely possible. Is everything perfect? Absolutely not. And I will never claim to be perfect in what I do. I am the imperfect guru. I get that. But at the same time, I have success in my life. And this is why it's because of the five dimensional man. But I regress. Or I digress. Go ahead, Joey. What's the, what's the next point you want to get across? Yeah. So the next point, I just wanted to expand on some of these truths. And, you know, one specifically is Robert Frost. The lie I keep telling myself is I don't know how to lead myself and my children. Mm. The truth, I am so lost and I don't know where to start. Man, there's so much vulnerability in that truth and humility in that. Because if you don't know where to start, Robert, you're here. This is an indicator that you are attempting to start. So what I shared for Robert that I'm going to share for the rest of you, if you're recognizing that this lie I keep telling myself is not my truth, it's time for you to hop on one of these strategy calls, whether it's with Mark or one of our advisors, and really get a game plan. Now, we don't know if you're a fit for Thrive, but what you will walk away from this call with is clarity and a surefire direction on how to get out of where you're at and get closer to where you want to be. So if you're one of those guys that's just tired of these BS lies you're telling yourself, follow that link. It'll book right into one of the advisor's calendars. Maybe even Mark's will come up with a game plan and we'll really clarify how we get you from where you're at to where you want to be. Now, yeah, that's hey, our way of supporting you guys. Go ahead, Mark. What I was just going to say is like, Here's the thing is that where you want to be is, is got to be challenged. Like you have to challenge yourself on where you want to be. If you want to just get a little bit better and, you know, maybe wake up a little bit earlier every day, or you want to do these things a little bit better, like we're probably not going to be able to help you. And that's because two steps forward, one step back is boring as fuck to me. That does not, yep. that does not challenge anything. We are looking for guys who are absolutely like, I am sick of where I'm at. I'm sitting in a bunch of shit and puke and I'm ready to be over it. I'm ready to get cleaned off. I'm ready to look new. I'm ready to smell new. I'm ready to fucking go after it. And if yeah. that's you, then do it. If not, yeah. don't fucking waste my time. Don't waste your time because we're not yeah. here to sell you anything. 
What we're here to do yeah. is partner with you and your vision for your future self. Nothing wrong. Hey, if that's if you're that guy, that's okay. We have other things. We have free content. We have other stuff. You just want to listen to the stuff. You like comedy's free group things. Cool. But do it if you are ready to fucking transform into the most empowered version of yourself. And if you think yeah. you can keep doing it on your own, keep showing up to these things. Great. You'll probably be here for six months, a year until you get bored of it and nothing actually changes. And you're like, well, I listened to Mark. Nothing really happened. I didn't save my marriage, blah, blah, blah. I'm still the same yeah. guy I was. Cool. If that's you, that's you. But that's not the guys yeah. I work with. We work with guys who want to level up completely yeah. and are ready to transform into the most empowered versions of themselves. Absolutely. You know, the men we work with are ready for change. They may yep. not have a surefire vision of what that looks like, but we clarify that with you. So for the guys that are ready for that, that are just fucking sick and tired of being sick and tired and are ready to take the leadership over your life, click that link. As Mark said, we're not here to sell you bullshit or anything. We're looking for the guys that are actually ready to do the work on themselves, regardless of the outcome. Because here's this thing, guys. If you don't heal yourself, you're just going to bleed all over the next person. Truly. 100%. Yeah. I think that's a good stopping point. I think we've given them a lot. For the guys that were here for the entire training, I had you list out your lies. Now, I invite you to list out four lies on a piece of paper and then four truths to combat each of those lies. That'll be a good place to start if you don't have a surefire direction. But for those that are ready, click that link. Jerry, click that link, brother. Robert, Robert Frost, I understand you're flopping around like a fish out of water and you feel like you can't breathe. It's time to come up for air. I, I want to answer time. Jerry real quick. Yeah, go for it. Overthinking everything. Look, the overthinking is is basically the paralysis of analysis. And it's the idea that you are in your head and not in your body. You've got to get out of your head and into your body. That usually looks like even doing physical things. So just practical, practical one-on-one shit here is yeah. get up, do something physical. And in doing something physical, feel your emotions. Like allow yourself yeah. to actually feel your emotions. If you're in your head, that's what's happening. Um, you can't be sitting down. You have to like actually go after this. Maybe it means going to the gym. And allowing yourself to feel it. Or if you don't have a gym, picking up some heavy shit outside and pushing weight around. Pushing weight around is one of the best things you can do for yourself, both physically, emotionally, mentally. Why? It's not so much just to like have six pack abs and look fantastic. It is to feel better, feel different. I'm not fucking trying to do that, but I go to the gym oh. because I do want to feel better. I want those endorphins running. I want that adrenaline coming through my body. And when I'm stressed, oh. that's a great stress reliever. 100%. Oh. So Jerry, get out of your head and into your body. Appreciate you expanding on that. Yeah. Love it. Love it, guys. Appreciate you all being here. I bought a heavy bag to help me get out of my head and get my emotions out too. Amazing. That's first a great start. start. The first yeah. place. After yeah. that, you got to go deeper now. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, guys. Well, I appreciate you all for being here on today's training where we challenged your lies with truths. Hopefully, we will see some of you on some of these advisory calls. If anything, we'll see you on the next one. Peace, gentlemen. 
Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group, empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.